0: We were chatting on the show last week about the cases of two Limerick people who have been blackmailed online recently and the Guardian are investigating that. So if it happened to you, how would you deal with it? And is there any way to protect yourself from it happening? Well, Paul Delahunty is Chief Security Officer with Strive. He is an expert in the area and he is on the line. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Joe. How are you? How are you doing? Um, so this, the Gardaí say, is a growing phenomenon, certainly in Limerick, I'm sure around the country as well. And uh, obviously a huge worry for people. What can be done?
1: It is a huge worry and it is, it is kind of a growing crime. I suppose the more and more we kind of move into this digital world where our whole lives are spent online, really, the more likely it is we're going to see more of these types of, of attacks and frauds. But the the first thing I would say to anyone you know, to, to think about is remember that whatever you put up online is out there. It's gone. You have no more control over it anymore. It's like that old thing we're, we're told about, you know, you know the, the rumours. When you burst open, it's like a a, a a feather pillow. When you rip it open, the feathers are scattered everywhere and you can't gather them up again. It's the same thing with putting information up online. Once it's up there, it's out there. So only put up Anything that you don't have a problem with, the whole world seeing. That's the first thing. Um, as, as regards to dealing with it, you have to start off from a position of, of what we call zero trust. So don't trust anything that's up that, that that you get, like that that email that you get, or the phone call that you get. Remember, we've got a space of those over the last couple of months as well. You know phone calls telling us that the revenue was about to audit us or <laughs> the car D were just... Yeah, exactly and enjoying. I've noticed
0: because I've got a lot of them to my own mobile and yeah. uh, how they got the number, I've no idea. But, um, you know, they're coming from what look like Irish mobiles in some cases, 083s, for example, yeah. not just 083s, 085s, uh, other networks as well, um, even though I understand they're mainly coming from abroad. Yeah, we,
1: we've even seen them looking like they're coming from Irish landlines, which is which is more worrying because you're much more likely to trust the landline because the numbers can be masked. Um, but the thing you've got to ask yourself with any of these things is what what, what they want you to do is they want to, to convey some sort of a sense of urgency. They want to panic you a small bit, to push you on the back foot to get you off guard. And there's usually some kind of a call to action. Uh, and so, like, you know, with the, with those calls that were coming through, you know, the revenue are about to, to kick down your door, the guardie are coming to you, you know, but if you just press this button here and talk to somebody, we, you know, we'll sort you out. That's a little bit of urgency, putting you under pressure and then trying to get you to do the thing they want you to do so they can rip you off. Mm. So that that's a common thing with any of these, and you've got you to gotta have this zero trust mentality. You know, if, if you're thinking about, I got a call, for example, from, it was meant to be the UK Revenue, but, you know, straight away, I was like, well, hold on a second. I've never paid a, a central tax in the UK. I've never worked there. So immediately, you know, there's there's little telltale signs. You can right. go, hold on a second. Take a deep
0: breath. Yeah. And, then, and, you know, and in that instance, the minute you said that, did they just hang up?
1: Uh, it was one of those recorded messages, oh, yeah. but I have got I have got ones before, all right, where it was, you know, oh, I'm from Microsoft, if you just give me the IP address because you've noticed there was something on your line. Um, you know, once once you challenge on, uh, them on it, they usually do uh, hang up. Sometimes they can brazen it out for a small bit, but, you know, they know they're at, they're at yeah. nothing. Yeah, know I mean, it. not if
0: you have a few minutes, it is kind of fun to string them along, isn't it, just for a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it is. And, and uh, yeah, that particular one, I did string them along for a little bit.
0: And, yeah, and on that, the basis that, that uh, <laughs> at least if you know what's going on and you delay them a little bit, then it'll stop them moving on to the next person that they might catch That's out. It. Uh,
1: There's a little bit of satisfaction in wasting their time, you yeah. know, a small little bit. Uh, yeah. And
0: of course, you, you mentioned, I mean, obviously nothing whatsoever to do with the real Microsoft, but they will use big corporations and big companies that you'd easily recognise as part of the fraud, won't they?
1: They do. And, and the other thing, that you, that you readily trust, and that's the thing mm. they they and that's why as well like i mean sometimes you just watch out for even if you get emails from a friend just be careful read the email does this sound like your friend you know because your friend's email address might have been hacked you know or might be impersonated and you think it's coming from this friend but the language is a little bit off or they're asking you to do something a little bit strange you know we we've I've even seen you know cases where um you know parents have got texts off of their, it's to be their children, you know, saying, oh, listen, uh, I dropped my phone uh, into the, the, the river, the canal or the toilet or whatever, had to get a new one. And um, that's why I'm ringing from, or texting from a strange number, can't talk the minute, but look, can you do me a favor? Can you te- can you text me on or, or revolute me over 50 euro? You know, these kind of stuff. And loads of people are for it. It's very clever because, again, it's a little bit off, but they're disarming them a little bit. You know, well, I mean, particularly, kind of you know,
0: if that call comes in, you know, at midnight or two in the morning or whatever, exactly. when you might expect an adult child to be out and think, oh, gee, okay, there's a problem here now. I, I, I better," And you've yeah. it almost done before you even think
1: about it. Exactly. And you're not quite, because you're half asleep, yeah. so you're not quite thinking logically, either, and then you're put under a little bit of pressure. And, you know, the story kind of half makes sense. But if you think about it, it probably
0: doesn't. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of cases but they mm. all of those little traits. you know. Uh, we're chatting to Paul Delahunty who's uh, an information security expert with Strive. Now, in at least one of the cases that the Guardian Limerick were talking to us about, it, I presume, look, it was an establishment of trust to some extent in that it was a scenario where um, apparently a, a woman made contact with a guy and one mm. thing led to another and then there were compromising images sent and then immediately... Mm. Whoever was involved at the other side was engaging in attempted blackmail. Now, fortunately enough, in this instance, um, uh, the guy concerned went straight to the guardie and didn't hand over any money. And look, the guardie have said, we deal with this sensitively and we appreciate, you know, it is a difficult situation. There's uh-huh. an embarrassment factor of all sorts in, in that, isn't there? But there is no point trying to engage with people. No,
1: no, there, there's zero, and when, what that person did was absolutely the right thing to do. Look, it's embarrassing, but, like, I mean, it, you know, you're not the first person to fall first. You will not be the last person to fall first. You, know, we, we, you know, you see embarrassing photographs of, of uh, celebrities and multi out there. You know what I mean? It happens, okay? You got caught out, but do the right thing and report to the Gardaí, because, if, you know, if you pay the person whatever they're looking for, a hundred euro, a thousand euro, whatever it is, why won't they come back and look for more? When does it end? When does it stop? So you have to, you have to just bite the bullet and say, no, look,
0: I'm reporting this to the Gardaí. Hopefully and they can do something about it. And Paul, you, they recommend, for example, that you, know, you change your uh, um, profiles, um, you uh, block your emails and switch to new ones and all of that to prevent the constant attacks that, on you from all sorts, including the constant blackmail threats. But in general... Do they carry through with the threat? Will they send the compromising image to friends and family
1: um, it's it, there There's varying reports out there like i mean the, once they once they send the the images out that 's kind of the end of the blackmail because there's nothing unless unless they have a whole bank of images and they might send one or two just to kind of show you know it's like you know kidnapping somebody and sending a finger it, that kind of idea but like i mean. If if you you know if you kill the person you've kidnapped, well that's the end of the ransom, isn't it? So is the same way, like I mean, if they do just send out. It's a pretty dramatic example
0: they there, no Paul, on a Monday morning. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> apologies, apologies. But but it's the same
1: kind of idea, you know. It once you get once you once you kind of once you release whatever it is you're holding to ransom, that's the hold gone over the person. So so, so sometimes
0: they don't bother and move on when they realise they're not going to get any money, but in some cases they do, and I mean. Look, who wants that? You know, the the worry that, you know, a close relative, your mother maybe might see this image. What they're more likely to do, and what happens a lot, is that they really ramp
1: up the pressure and they turn the screw. So, like, you can imagine being, you know, constantly bombarded by this stuff, you know, for your mental health and everything. And there's some very, very sad cases of what's happened to people, you know, with their mental health because of this kind of stuff. Hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's a horrible,
0: horrible crime. Which, you know? which is why the guards advise you to block everything and change everything on the basis yes. that they may still be attempting to ramp up the psychological pressure. But if not coming through to you, it gives you some chance to clear your head. Exactly. And that's, that's the big thing. Look, what you don't know about, you know, you don't know about. It's much better for your headspace. Um, uh, on our uh, weekend mix show yesterday, uh, Paul was on um, one of our presenters and he was recommending the Tinder Swindler. Uh, which is on Netflix at the moment, documentary. And uh, I was going troopers. But we watched it at home last night. Absolutely fascinating. Now, it said it was trending number one in ways I'm not surprised. And it was entirely about uh, some con artist who managed to con a huge number uh, of women and they still don't know how many uh, on Tinder and persuade each of them that he was ridiculously wealthy but he was in essence stealing from lots of women spending on himself and maybe one putting out all these images and it went on and on and on and on eventually he served a bit of time in jail in his home country of Israel yeah. but apparently he's he's back out there and it seems perhaps well he doesn't seem to have any problem with money again so it just shows how lucrative this is
1: It's It's very very lucrative you know and, and that's the thing that you know, if something is worth money, and if you if you live in a country, too, where there are very few ramifications for if you get caught, and, and it's very lucrative, and you have the skill set to kind of, or, or the neck, to kind of do this, you, you, you know, you can see what path you may take. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, there's an awful lot of money to be made. Um, for people who are, are willing or able to do this kind of thing. And that's, that's a huge okay. problem as well.
0: So you absolutely, every time you go online, unfortunately, mm-hmm. simple reality, however relaxed you think the forum may be, you have to be on pretty high alert. You have
1: to be a pretty high alert. And whatever you put up online, whoever you're sending it to, and even if it's online, even if it's a WhatsApp over to somebody else, just think, would I be comfortable with this being on a poster in the main street? And if you can answer yes to it, then fine. But if you answer, oh, I don't
0: know, don't send it. Don't okay. put it up. Well, here's a good one to finish. Mark has been in touch, uh, WhatsApp us on to say, my parents got a scam call to their landline. I answered and I played along asking lots of questions and asking where the money should go, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Then eventually the scammer gave out to me for wasting their time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good one. OK, well, listen, thank you for the excellent advice this morning. Uh, we appreciate it to kick off the show uh, this Monday. That is Paul Delahunty, who's Information Security Officer with Strive. That's S-T-R-Y-V-E if you're looking for them online. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.